Blog Talk Radio. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're back. Uh, this is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. You you're the best. All because right. just you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, Mm -hmm. the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? (laughs) One more. Okay. Please, it's going to be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I'm not talking to anybody. <laughs> You're talking to Michael. Oh my God! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Be the Light Now Radio. It's Friday, February 18th, 2011. 
hard to believe February is about halfway over already. So it's going by quick. Time flies when you're having fun, and uh, especially with these energies lately. Being the full moon and solar flare activity, so uh, rather interesting, to say the least, this week. Lots of wonderful changes. Lots of wonderful guests, as you all have been aware, and I'm very pleased to have with me. I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. She's calling us live from Lilydale up in uh, New York. A lot of you have heard of Lilydale. Down here in Florida, we have a place similar to that. It's um, um, Casadega. So it should be interesting. And uh, we'll go ahead and bring her on the air. Let me go see what she's at in the queue here. Hello, MK. Nice to have you here with us. Good evening. Thank you for having me. So you're having some stormy weather up where you're at today? It is very, very windy. So there must be uh, a lot of winds, and Raphael is busy today bringing in uh, new energy, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been a strange energy this week with the uh, solar flares and the full moon. Yes, yes, definitely. And we have had our first winter thaw of the entire winter. So you mentioned Casadega a moment ago. Actually, Casadega is where I'm calling from. Casadega is the village in which Lilydale sits. Mm, Okay. So my home, actually, my backyard bumps up against the uh, sacred virgin forest of Lilydale. And my driveway is uh, just yards away from the gates of Lilydale. So um, the Casadega name made its way to Florida as uh, many mediums made their way to Florida to escape our rather harsh winters. It's understandable. Yeah, I didn't realize it was there was a Casadega in both places. I, you know, I've always heard of yes. Lilydale. And... Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, the village of Casadega is what Lilydale sits in. So, just a little piece of history. Uh, you would tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. I am uh, a medium and a pet communicator, animal communicator. I also am an attorney and a nurse practitioner. So the focus of my life, I'm sure my life contract that I made before I I made this incarnation was as a healer. So I have, uh, I've spent many years in in those roles. Um, About 10 years ago, I actually left the practice of nursing and became an attorney. And lo and behold, found myself practicing where but in a hospital. So I'm in health counsel in a hospital now. So I, I just can't seem to escape those environments. Though I would be frank and tell you being an attorney isn't half as rewarding as being a nurse practitioner, but that's another story for another show. (laughs) I'm sure you've got Um, a lot of stories that you can uh, definitely talk about. Yes, um, don't we all, really? Um, I've been studying actively mediumship for about seven years now at Lilydale, 
and other places and um, pet communication and just a variety of metaphysical topics. But really, as my bio said, I, I was guided by spirit at a very young age. I remember being um, so small when I was trying to read the metaphysical topics like the Edgar Casey books and some of the early studies and extrasensory perception that were being done at Duke University. I couldn't even reach those higher shelves to get those books. And a very conservative librarian who must have had still that liberal librarian mentality of, you know, any book's a good book was a great help to me and would frequently order books for me from the central libraries in the nearby cities of Buffalo and Rochester. And without her, I don't think I would have um, had the opportunities to learn at the young age that I did. Um, But that was certainly nothing that was ever valued in my family. I I wish I could tell you I came from a long line of mediums and psychics, but I don't. Though I have found in recent years that a few of my um, great aunts actually came to Lilydale frequently, and that one great aunt, while she was not a medium, actually did reside in Lilydale. And I've only found that out in the last couple years, so I thought that was really interesting. I guess it's more in in, um, my heritage than I thought. So that's a little bit about me. I do a lot of animal rescue work, and that's how I really got interested in in, uh, animal communication, but also animal communication as a healing modality for the persons as well as, as the animals themselves. So that's a little bit of background on me. You've got a very interesting uh, interesting background, to say the least. <laughs> well, actually, I just don't know what I want to be when I grow up, so I'm always evolving. <laughs> That's always good to do. So you never know what's in store for us one, from one day to the next. Exactly. That is for sure. Well, one thing I like is I know you have a couple of different um, – now, you're uh, a psychic medium. Do you read cards and uh, palms also or no? Yes, I do. I do tarot cards. I, I work with other kinds of cards, um, particularly uh, working with power animals and totem animals, and and how that works into people's lives. In Lilydale itself, the only thing that is practiced is pure mediumship, and um, no extraneous. Um, Types of readings are permitted, no tarot cards, um, nothing like that, which um, is probably largely because of Lilydale actually being a religious community. Not everyone knows that, but um, the community was founded on the basis of the spiritualist church, the spiritualist religion. And we believe very strongly in uh, two of um, God's major gifts to humankind are the gifts of healing and the gifts of mediumship. So I I think historically we've always wanted to make sure that mediumship was 
front and center in what we do. And um, that isn't to say that readings don't often involve psychic information, too. It's hard to be, you know, there are no bright lines between those things. But there are certainly no um, tarot card readings or that sort of thing at Lilydale. Okay. Which is another reason why I like to practice just outside the gates. That's where you're not, because I know uh, from what I've read, uh, you know, especially down here about the Casadega here in Florida, is they have um, mm-hmm. you know, certain rules that that uh, people have to apply by in order to um, to mm-hmm. live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to live in Lilydale, you must uh, first be a member of a spiritualist church for a year. And in order to own property, you also have to be a member of the Lilydale Assembly, which is sort of the governing body, um, sort of like a town board kind of concept for, I believe, at least one more year. So I think it's a total of two years. So not just anybody can walk into Lilydale and, and buy a home. Well, that's kind of nice, though. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely keeps the integrity of the community and keeps the uh, the atmosphere and the the um, energy in the community that people want when they move there. We've all lived in neighborhoods that evolve or change or, you know, just don't have the right mix. Now, that isn't to say in any way people should think this is um, an exclusive organization. I've often had people say, oh, I'd love to go to church with you, but I'm sure I'm not allowed. And I just chuckle and say, we would let, you know, anybody come into the church. We're the most inclusive people in the world. It's just a matter of living within the incorporated religious community that um, we try to make sure that we have people of the spiritualist church because it is a, a religiously incorporated community, which is interesting law. Um, it's a little complex, but anyway. Yeah, I can just imagine. I'm trying to put a metaphysical church together here uh, where I live, and uh, mm-hmm. it's rather rather interesting with the laws and everything. So. Yes, yes. The um, the federal government and the and uh, creating a not for profit at the federal level usually isn't too much of a difficulty, but getting into town ordinances and county and and state laws can be much, much more challenging. So, so which uh, which ability do you like using the most? I know you know you enjoy doing your medium work, but which do you enjoy the most? Uh, doing psychic readings, working with cards, or you really don't have a preference? Uh, I would say I like the mediumship probably the most, followed by um, working with cards. And I, um, in the in pet communication, I really like to work with people in understanding why pets are in their lives and using uh, pets as healing modalities, and particularly mediumship in um, for people's pets, people's pets who have passed. Um, that's often uh, very difficult for people and they have a lot of questions and to be able to give them readings where I can give them 
evidence that they know I've actually connected with their pet is is very healing for people. Um, I think most of us who love animals very genuinely make them part of our family as any other family member and, and the deaths are are difficult. Um, the loss of the physical companionship, even though we we know that the spirit doesn't die, that it's that it, it's a transition or a passing on or whatever metaphor we're comfortable with using for that event where our our essence is no longer housed in our bodies, we still miss the physical companionship. So being able to connect, I think, is is very healing for people. Now, how do um, animals communicate with you when um, when they're in spirit? Do you hear them like speaking like we're talking now, or it, it comes in a variety of ways? Uh, sometimes it comes as sensations. Most often, it uh, I, I tend to be most clairsentient. I just know something, and I'm able to. Uh, fill in the words. I, sometimes I get things very clearly clear audience, but mostly I get things clear sentiment. Um, so it, it comes as a knowing. Um, I also get pictures. I'm a visual thinker anyway. I'm a visual learner. I'm a visual thinker. So I get pictures too, but I would say definitely the predominant way is just a knowing uh, kind of washes over me is probably the best way to describe it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's the one thing I haven't experienced yet is communicating with um with an animal who's who's crossed yet. Um I I kind of stumbled on it just because some of the people I was studying with had asked me to. They weren't mediums. And um I wasn't really sure how it would work either except obviously it, it really didn't work any different if you have mediumship abilities um, I wouldn't imagine it would be any more difficult for someone to connect with an animal it helps to have a picture it helps to have a little bit of knowledge about them so that you can um, sort of find them in the ethos so to speak but um um, it, it's really not a whole lot different. Hmm, okay. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, do you want to take a couple of calls and see who we can help out? Sure. Okay. Erica 253, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. What's your first Hi. name or where are you calling from? I'm calling from Washington State, and my name is Allison. And how can we help you? Um... I don't know. I've got a lot going on, and I, I can't know it yet. I've got a lot going on in life, and <laughs> and a lot of changes coming up. And um, do I need to be specific, or can I just say whatever comes up will be fine? Allison, I think you should just share what you're comfortable with, and then and then ask the the questions that you have. Oh, well, I guess one of the big ones concerns money. Financial kind of gets, um, creates some uh, abundance in my life again. 
I'm sensing that you actually lost some money. Is that correct? Um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Um, I'm not either. That you had some kind of financial investment or you loaned no. money to someone no. you didn't get back? No, or... no. no, nothing like that. That's definitely what's coming across to me, Allison. So, um, well, let me just—that's okay. I wish, um, I, wish I, I don't argue with—I don't argue with you or spirit. I'm just telling you what spirit—what spirit is giving me. So, um, whatever that loss is, it's left you in a in a financial difficulty, and and you're asking about choices you have or you're asking about what's going what's laying ahead for you. Do you have specific choices? Yeah, let's let's change the question. Since neither of those since neither of those um and there's certainly no money for investment there are there and I didn't loan any money to anybody so it seems like we're off on the wrong footing there. So let's change the question to an animal related question then. I'm getting a lot of interference, Allison. It's hard for me to hear you. Is there some background noise? Yeah. Some, uh, there's some music going on in the background. Okay. Yeah, it's creating a lot of I'll, feedback. I'll step, yeah, I'll step, I'll step further away, see if that makes a difference. Actually, I'll just step outside. Um, I wanted to, let's change the question to an animal-related question then. All right. Is that all right? Sure. Because the investment and the losing money, I mean, loaning money to friends, just neither one of them, neither one of them is even anything close to the situation financially. So um, I need to, um, I've sort of become an adopted mom to a cat who belongs to my neighbor, but I'll be moving and that's going to leave the cat sort of in a predicament, in a pickle, because she doesn't spend very much time in his home anymore. And I'm concerned about um, Moose being um, taken, really well taken care of when I leave. And so I'm wondering if um, if, uh, if um, I should help him find a, help get him into another place or whether um, place to live or whether his owner and him will kind of reconnect in a much uh, better way. What, what does this cat look like, Allison? He's black, all black, solid black. And about how old? Um, well, he's a sheltered cat, so you know we kind of, you know, kind of think maybe probably about five, six, seven years old, something like that. Say middle age. And is he an outdoor cat? He's indoor and outdoor. Okay. And in does the neighbor let him indoors as well? Um, but his owner, um, sure, he's got a kitty window, um, but uh, his, his, his owner has gone a lot. He's gone a lot because he works long hours, um, whereas I don't. I, I do without a job, and so I, I have a lot of time at home. And so Moose has sort of adopted me, and I've sort of adopted him, you know, kind of you know, unofficially in the last uh, couple of years, all really due to circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about... Um, Lucy's well-being in sense of, uh, connect, you know, just how he's gonna, how he's gonna, be, if he's gonna be okay and so on when I when I move. Okay. Um, 
telling me he does have a very strong bond with you. So it's not exactly the question you ask, but the answer is he will miss you very much because yeah. he has to depend on you and yeah. he uh, emotionally, not not yeah. as much for the food and the sustenance, but emotionally he's right. he's come to depend on you. So that will yeah. be a, a tremendous loss for him. Yeah. The question you're really asking me is can he make that adjustment? And what he's telling me is that he will try to seek out someone else. Um, right. He's not telling me that he thinks he can get the depth of relationship with this owner that he right. would like to have. Right. Um, now, just to, to get off the communication pathway for a moment, have you discussed it with the neighbor at all? Have you ever considered adapting this animal? Or? I, yeah, I'm not in, in my lifestyle. Just, you know, I'm an animal okay. person, so when I look at that, I'm, you know, so I would take that kind of commitment extremely seriously if I did pursue mm-hmm. that. My life is just nowhere near okay. in a position where okay. I can do that. I wish it were in a, uh, given a great deal of thought, but I'm a realistic person. No, I sure. can't take on no, any animal. Yeah, and he doesn't need yet another disappointment. He, you know, he's looking for some uh, yeah, right. emotional bonding. So, right. you know, right. to take right. and not be able to fulfill that would not be doing right. him any favors. So you're no. you're doing the right thing. Right. He's telling me he will look elsewhere. So um, my advice is if you know of any other neighbors that would be interested in picking up the slack, that is something that you could surely do for him. Um, if no, you I have don't. Real, okay. If you have really, real... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I've, I've looked at, at, at this situation from every angle so far that you're even mentioning. So I'm really, mm-hmm. just really sort of at a loss as to... If you're concerned about his safety, which I don't think you are, are you? He's getting food, he's I'm getting water. About a lot of things. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, his uh, when I leave, I mean, he can always get that from going in and out of his kitty window at at his official owner's house. But you know, I don't. I, I mean, it's kind of there's a lot, a lot more to this question even than we, anybody has time to hear. But um, you know, that part I'm not so concerned about. It's just that he's going to be. It's, it's, it's potentially problematic. Let me put it that way. Yeah, when I go for him, not not just strictly on food and water. I mean, actually, that part's not problematic, but some other areas might be. Well, the other practical thing is you could um, certainly report the situation to an animal rescue group. Oh no 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 no! Good. Oh no 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 no! It's nothing like that. It's not that kind of a situation at all. Well, no. I think I think you need to be comfortable then with what he's telling me that he is going to seek out someone else. Just as he sought out you, he will seek out and find someone else, and that may be, very well mean leaving his present home. He may go somewhere else. He may go far enough that he actually seeks an entirely new family, and that may not be the worst thing for him. He. By having you, he may actually be staying in a situation that's less than optimal for him. 
So while this looks like a dreaded thing to you, it may actually be an opportunity for him. And I work with lost pets, and this is mm-hmm. not an unusual situation that a pet does decide that they have fulfilled their mission or they're not able to do what they need to do in a family and that they do seek another family. So I think what he wants you to understand is he's not quite as as helpless as you may perceive him to be. Oh, I know he's not. Oh, I understand that he's really pretty resourceful. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he's very resourceful. Yeah. Right, and that, that's clearly and what I he's telling that. me. That yeah. he's very resourceful, and he yeah. will find a way to get what he needs. I would suggest that while you may think you're not an animal communicator, to sit down with him and and literally have this conversation with him. Talk out loud right. with him, explain to him, and picture in your mind. Animals communicate through mental pictures. So, you know, Picture in your mind where it is you're going. Picture in your mind when it is you're leaving as you're talking to him. And mm-hmm. he will he will understand you, even though you're not, yeah. you know, a studied animal communicator. I think we all recognize that animals understand us far better than um, we understand them, you know, in terms of language and communication. But... He's telling me that he will miss you deeply, but he is resourceful and he will make choices yeah. in his life. He will find someone else there, or he will decide to leave. Um, there's the option of uh, adopting him out to a, a woman named Kate, who uh, does not live in the neighborhood. She used to live in the. She used to be my neighbor, but she no longer is. Um, that would take him out of his, his neighborhood. I don't know if that's a good move for him. Uh, but Kate really likes me a lot, and and she's. She's expressed an interest in adopting him if ever that situation became necessary. Would that be a good move for him? Does she Although live in probably, an apartment? Um, no, actually, she bought a house. Okay, yes, then I think it would be. Because I'm getting the sense that an apartment would not be a good place for him. He's showing me that in a negative way. I well, don't know what he's face He's in an apartment now. What I mean is, he—I mean, he's, uh, he's in and out already in in an apartment okay. building. So he's—that's his—that's his, that's the life he knows. He's, as long so as there is uh, access. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. he's, he's already telling me he's that. not. Yeah, he's, he's already telling me he's not happy there. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, if you know this woman, um, I certainly am seeing him in a home. Yeah. Um, not an apartment. So, yes, I would say that would be a good move for him if you can facilitate that. All righty. Okay. Well, I've got other calls, so I appreciate that information. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Yeah, I think, too, a lot of the, um, the, the hard part is where she was at was a lot of energy was around her. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think if we had time to explore it more, we would find what this cat's purpose is in her life, and that's part of what she's struggling with, too. She's struggling with worrying about the cat, but she's struggling with what this cat's purpose is in her life, what this cat represents in her life. And that's just a hard thing to do in in these kind of short segments. 
but that's typically what we find when when people come to us with a problem with an animal. There's definitely a problem with an animal, but it also is a problem for the person in some way, and it and both really need to be addressed and healed. Let's go ahead and take another call here and see who we can help on. Area code 520. You're on the air. Hi, this is Lisa. It's nice to talk with you. Thank you for taking my call. It's our pleasure. How can we help you? I just wanted to ask about uh, what you saw for finances in me (laughs) the next several weeks. I'm supposed to be starting a job with a company, and I'm hoping to be okay with finances. My teeth are needing uh, work and just some stuff has been coming up. The first thing I saw was uh, keys. Does that mean anything to you? Are you... Are, are you I saw a large set of keys. Um, this is a whole new job you're going to? It's a new company. It, it's work that I've done before with a different company. Are are you uh, taking on a higher managerial level than you normally would have? Uh, not with this company. I, uh, I I'm gonna hold. I'm, I'm well. I have that job. I'm going to continue looking for. You know, I I can hold other jobs as well. Mm, okay, because I'm seeing you have a job with more responsibility than you have had in the past. Um, I, I that may be measured by uh, people reporting to you, but I really think it's more um, your expertise is going to be more recognized, and you're going to have a higher level position than you've had in the past um, with people recognizing your your expertise. That's what the keys are representing. Um, it also represents that you do have choices to make, which is fitting in with what what I think you're telling me, that you may be working more than one job right now. Is that correct? Um, yeah, that's my intention. The job I'm starting mm-hmm. now is just to put beans on the table. Mm-hmm. Now, I see something in the very near future that's going to have, I would say, in the next six months, maybe even three months, that's going to have um, much more responsibility for you and um, recognize your talents and expertise much more. But you're going to have to look for that. It's, um, the, the opportunity will present itself, but... Um, it's not going to fall in your lap, and you're going to have to take that step to take advantage of it. And it may feel to you like some risk-taking in doing that. How do you feel about uh, risk-taking in your in your job, in your professional life? You're asking me how do I feel about it? Mm-hmm. Is that something that's difficult for you to do, take risks oh, related to no. your job? Good. Yeah, I do Good. that. I do that all the time. 
good because that's what you're going to need to do. You're going to need to see an opportunity and not be too afraid to take it. But you're definitely going to see that in the next three to six months. And it's not what you have now. It's not what's in front of you now. There are still more doors to open. What I would tell you is in the next few months, pay attention to each person that you encounter because your opportunity is going to show up through a network. You're going to talk to somebody who knows about something, who knows somebody or about something. So take the time to talk to people. Look in the next few months as every person you encounter has a message for you. Okay. And in that, you're going to find where that opportunity is. I feel good about it. I don't think it's going to be, you know, the dream job of your lifetime, but it's definitely going to be a step ahead for you, a step up in the direction that you want to go. Can I ask what you do? Um, just a lot of different stuff. I do a lot of different things. So, um, so you have a lot of uh, a lot of um, directions in which you could go. Yeah. Okay. Was that helpful at all? Yes, it was. Thank you. Good. Is there anything else I can answer for you, or? Well, I'm really worried. It seems like all of a sudden my teeth are um, requiring attention. I'm hoping that I can get that solved in a, you know, timely manner. I'm just trying to um, touch in with you and your mouth and see. Are you having painful issues in the back of your mouth? Um... Different places. I'm I'm feeling problems on the right side of your mouth, especially in the lower back right side of your mouth. Are you having trouble finding a a good dentist or the funds in which to take care of them? It's the funds. Yeah. Um. Do you live near a university hospital at all? Um, or a dental well, school? Yeah. I, I kind of know how to be resourceful and check out my options. I just, okay. um, you know, I'll just have to keep working on manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see this as presenting a, a, a health problem to you in any serious way, like becoming a systemic infection or a problem like that at all, but it is something that you shouldn't, as you know, procrastinate with. Right. Um, so you're you're really trying you're really focusing on manifesting economic uh better economic potential for yourself right now, aren't you? And it's showing up in a variety of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Do you work with crystals at all? I have in the past. I would suggest that you get something jade, green jade, and wear it, or any green stone, but 
I think jade is an excellent stone for that. Okay. And wear it all the time as a constant reminder. But before you wear it, make sure you cleanse it. You can do that simply in water or through prayer. And then hold it in your hands and set the intention of what that piece of of jade or jewelry is for. Okay. And and regularly reinforce that intention. Sounds great. At least weekly. At least weekly reinforce that intention. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to hang up and let you take some other calls now. I, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. You have a great evening. So it's a wonderful energy on her, too. Mm-hmm. Area code 609, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, and you? Good, and what's your first name? It's Anna. How can we help you, Anna? Hi, I would like to know anything about a relationship. I see you in a in the oh, It's difficult for me to tell whether this is the early stages of a relationship or a relationship that's had a lot of stops and starts. Uh, uh the second the one that yeah, you just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um my my first inclination was early but then I I saw uh, what a flashed bit of across? Both. Okay. What flashed <laughs> across me were several dinner dates, and they they didn't all look comfortable. Um, they the did dinner not dates are always well. All the dinner dates are always comfortable. Um, that's just that's just the way spirit's showing me. That's, okay. That's kind of the language that spirit uses with me. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, is you know to to just let me know that there have been a lot of stops and starts. Yeah. Um, is your question whether this is a relationship that you should continue to work at? Yes. That's a pretty black and white question. Would you like to ask? I'm, and I'm happy to answer it. But would you like to ask something? a little more robust or something um, that maybe gets um, more to the heart of the problem? Yeah, there, there's a problem. We're both growing, and I would like to know if it's I – do, I do want to work on it, I mean, because mm-hmm. I think he's very worthwhile. Um, mm-hmm. And I would – I want to know – yeah, is it going to work out? Is it going to lead to something? If I put in my time, and I don't mind putting in my time because I do think that mm-hmm. he is a worthwhile individual, that he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So does Spirit see this? Does he see this turning into a long-term situation? That even though there what are I- a lot of stops and goes and stops and goes, that it is something that will be fruitful in the in the long term. Well, spirits telling me stops and goes don't aren't necessarily a bad thing in this situation. Because mm-hmm. you're both growing, 
um, you're stopping and going yourself. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's when when we're in one of those growth periods, you know, there is a lot of zigging and zagging within our own line of growth. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're not totally aligned at all points in time and you have to stop and regroup is not necessarily a bad thing. What Spirit's telling me is going to be the defining issue is whether he can be respectful of the stops and starts in the direction of your growth and whether you can also um, be comfortable with the direction in which he's growing. And those don't have to be the same direction at all. There just has to be room for a common ground and a common respect between the two. And I think right now, because you're each struggling in your own line, Right. The relationship is almost like a third person, right. a third energy in the relationship that needs its own attention and care. Right. And it it um and it's a place where some of your own struggles in your own lines, each of you play out in that mm-hmm. third line between you. Am I making any sense? You are. So if you if you're both able to look at it that way to see that this this relationship line that you're both trying to develop a shared commonality is itself going to have um, bumps just by the very nature of how your own development is is changing and evolving then then you're going to make it. And if he's as good as as you think he is, if you're if you're seeing evidence of you know the goodness of the person in him, mm-hmm. um, he should be able to pull that off. Now, may I ask his name so I can try to tune into him? Sure, Andrew. Okay. And where do you live, if you don't mind telling me, just generally? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yes, but he lives in Virginia. Okay, that, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm, you're welcome. Don't want to be searching the ethos in New Jersey for him. <laughs> no. Spirit's telling me that he really has the same questions you have. He He knows how essential it is that he gets his path right at this point in his life. He's got some real work that he's trying to do on himself. And I I think on issues beyond just him too, there may be other family members involved or there may be other people closely connected to him that are part of this. I'm, I'm seeing more than just him in this development line. Right. And, um, He's committed to this relationship. Uh-huh. He is um, unsure of his, uh, let's say this, it's a, it's a lack of confidence on his part if he can juggle everything he needs to juggle. Okay. If he, if he can truly um, 
mix these paths and get and get these paths going in the right direction. So it seems to me his biggest confident his biggest problem right now is confidence and and that there are some other people on the sidelines here that are influencing this. Not mm-hmm. not you, but influencing his life. Right, right. Um maybe um other commitments that he he has or other um obligations he has that are that are interfering with his able to to devote all his time to you and the relationship. Yes, I understand what that is. Yeah, and, and it's not family. I know what it is. Okay. Um, yeah. It's only important you do. I don't need to. <laughs> no. Um, he, yeah. So the possibilities are there. That I can tell you. The possibilities are there and the energy is there. And everything that needs to happen is there. Um, it's going to take patience. It's going to mm-hmm. take an understanding that there will be stops and starts. Uh-huh. And um, to the extent that you can help him with his confidence and his ability to do this, mm-hmm. um, you're not only helping the relationship, but but you're helping to build a friendship. Right. Which is, a a critical part of any relationship. It's the most lasting part. So um, that that is what spirit is showing me now. Wonderful. All of of the potential is there. You're just going to have to work at it and be patient. And you said you're willing to do that. Absolutely. He only lacks confidence. So that should be that should be something that that is surmountable easily. Yes. Well, that I'm going to keep. Absolutely. Good. Good. And and I'm and, and encouraging. Good. <laughs> well, I do like uh, to give upbeat messages. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, that was a great message. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Be blessed. Uh, thank Many you. Thank you. There. We'll talk and to you soon. You also. And thank you. Thank you also, you. Michael. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. There we go ahead. We'll take uh, another call, and then we'll take a short break. Hello, Veronica. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you. I guess. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. And thank and, you. Uh, and you. Said... <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, <clears throat> I guess my question has to do with what insight do you have for me for uh, relationships? I haven't been blessed having one for quite a while. So what insight can you do you do you have for me moving forward? Do you see somebody and if so when uh, how do you pick up my guess? Veronica, what Spirit showed me right away is that you really want to have a relationship but you're putting up obstacles. Um, um, I, I, it's not. Well, I'm just very selective. That that will be a, an accurate assessment. Oh, selective's not bad. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't call selective an obstacle. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. Um, no obstacles in the sense that you're not making room in your life. Um, let me try and think of an example. 
Um, have you studied feng shui at all? I uh, I have done some feng shui around my house. Yes, absolutely. Um, what size bed do you sleep in? I have a large size bed, a uh, queen size. Queen size. Okay. Um, do you have two night tables? Do I have what? I'm sorry. Two nightstands by your bed. Yes. Okay. I want you to walk through your house and critically look at your house and see where and how it's set up for two people. And is it set up? The house is. Uh huh. Go, go ahead. It is absolutely. It's not 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 for two people, but actually for more people. I live with my son, and uh, but I uh, I often okay. have guests. I often have guests, okay. and I have even an extra spare bedroom. So I'm always ready to welcome friends or relatives, and and as they have, okay. I have friends who come from South America or from Europe. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, but I but I'm single. Um, Is your house um, decorated in a very feminine fashion? It is in a feminine and modern fashion. Yes. Okay. I, I'm I'm not going to play too many twenty questions with you because. We could spend a lot of time doing that, but spirit is showing me that somehow, some way, you are not really making room in your life for that person. You want the relationship, but somehow the room is not there, whether it's your schedule or um Honestly, the first thing that came to me, what Spirit was showing me, was that your house really wasn't set up for a man to live there, for a man to be there. Um, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not in your house to be able to give you an example right now. Um, but that's what Spirit's telling me, that there, that this is not a house that's designed for a man to walk into. Um, even body language, being open when you're out to to meeting new people. As I had said to one of the callers earlier, are you taking advantage of everyone you meet, knowing they have a message for you, a connection for you? Um, are you using your networks to try to meet people? Some. Spirit is is very clear to me that there's some kind of obstacle you're putting up. Um, obviously, I, I guess unknown. to a certain degree, uh, my lifestyle is set up in a way, unfortunately, that I'm very limited uh, to mm-hmm. for a social life. I'm a single parent. I work full time. I've recently got another opportunity to be a language specialist working for the government, uh, so I also travel and. Mm-hmm. That I work for nonprofits that missions with uh, with religious people who obviously mm-hmm. are not exactly mm-hmm. the most exciting uh, environment for meeting single people or career oriented people, which is whom I tend to gravitate. Um, mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, that's my reality and that's what I have. But I'm still hoping that I will meet somebody who will, rather than see that as a disadvantage, will actually embrace my, you know, my nature, mm-hmm. my generous. 
my my uh, being active in the community and 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 you know attending the still current classes and for my son and. Mm-hmm. And, and that is exactly what you should be hoping for and searching for. I, when I tell you obstacles, um, please don't take that as, you know, as you said earlier, that you should have high standards. You should be seeking someone who shares your values and lifestyles. Um, it will it, it will be more difficult, given the factors that you just shared, to be able to meet people right. and find people. Um, but Make sure that you are networking all the time and let your friends and neighbors, people you trust, people you like, people who know you and your values, know that you are very ready to be in a loving, supportive uh, relationship. Um, Have you basically nothing nothing coming up at, at this point? Um. All right. Um. Just give me a a moment. Actually, I just saw a picture of a man at an airport. I see you meeting meeting, and by meeting, I mean like he comes out of the car to meet you, not bump into, spill coffee on, introduce yourself, kind of meet. But I do see you at the airport. Uh, with a gentleman. So I, when spirit shows me that, spirit's telling me that you're going to meet someone in your travels. I am planning on heading over to South America on a personal trip just for pleasure uh, sometime in the summer when my son goes to uh, Mexico with my family. And I want to take off uh, a personal vacation for me, a couple of weeks going to uh, Brazil and, and, and Argentina. It's still on the cooks. It's not completely shut up, but that's what I would like to give to myself as a gift. The individual I'm seeing is in a business suit, so you may be you may be meeting them in some kind of business fashion or or not. Um, he's fairly tall, dark hair. I, I I don't see a face. I just see a form. Um, but I do see him at the airport. So you're going to meet him in your travels or you're going to be traveling with him. Um, I see that within nine months. Let's see, what is this? February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. No, I see it by the end of the summer. I see it by the end of the summer. I am going on a business trip that I have already a conference setting sometime in, in May, I believe, or June. Well, have your eyes and ears open. Network, talk to people, and remember that spirit is telling me there's some kind of obstacle. And I don't think it's, you know, spirit doesn't expect you not to have high standards, so that's not what the obstacle is. So just make right. sure that that you're going to the network opportunities at those conferences, that you're introducing yourself to people, that you're, you know, getting involved in committees, that you're meeting people. Um, I you need to... can, can tell you more about the obstacle because I have heard that before and they always tell me it has to do with my subconscious 
and what I want, and that I have a split energy and versus what I want consciously and what I subconsciously want. And that I cannot pass the end because I, how do you remove something that you don't know about? No, I, I well, I don't sense that at all. I, I sense if you have any subconscious Hello? obstacle at all at this point in time, you're just afraid of being disappointed. You know, it's hard to put yourself out there if you think it's hopeless. That's the only uh, subconscious thing I'm picking up is that you're just tired of being disappointed. But I don't I don't at all pick up. Spirit is not showing me at all that you are um, sabotaging yourself. I don't think you're doing that at all. That is not at all what I'm what I'm getting from your energy. Is that helpful? Hello. Hello, you there? No, we must have lost her. Ah. Veronica, okay, you there? Sorry. Yeah, she's still showing up in the queue. Huh. Maybe she has an iPhone and muted it with her cheek. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen a few times. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and I'll mute her, and, and she's in our chat room, so if she comes back on, I'll I'll bring her back on the air with us. Okay. Okay. We'll go ahead and we'll take a short little break, and we'll be back in just a moment.
we're back. Hello, MK. We uh, we I call that our Reiki song because since I started doing the radio shows, we'd go ahead and do Reiki and um, we would play that that song. And so we we just I guess have the song programmed because uh, we have Veronica back with us. Oh, great! Welcome back, dear. Thank you so much. I hope you can hear me this time. Yes. Okay, wonderful. I was sharing with uh, with you, thank you so much for your focus. And uh, regarding that block, that really you hit the nail on the head. I have been told that there is something subconsciously that has been prevented me from manifesting uh, that fulfilling um, uh, committed relationship that I, I yearn so much. And that it comes, I mean, some of them have... Somebody from Lilydale actually went ahead and shared with me that it came from a past life. She did a healing on a past life. Somebody else who's not a past life uh, believer went ahead and suggested that it was more about lessons that are in agreement and so on. So, again, she did a healing of so on. But the fact that you're picking it up again obviously leads me to believe that the whatever that is is just remains there. But how do I work around that? How do I fix that? What, what insight do you think the spirit may have? I'm I'm just trying to think the best way to answer what you're saying because you're asking a, a, an excellent and powerful question because many times. You know, I can I can uh, relate to this as a nurse practitioner with physical um, limitations people may have. You know, sometimes the reality is the reality is. And um, if you've had healings and this uh, concept that you you are you have obstacles is doesn't seem to be clearing up. You're asking absolutely the right question. Well, okay then. <laughs> You know, I have a barnacle. How do I work around it? And um, I think that the the key way to work around it is to be aware of it and to accept it. You know, we accept many things about ourselves that are less than perfect or less than, I should say, our ideal perfect. And and to remember that spirit created us the way we are um, we're, we we really are perfect in every way, and you you have made some life contract when you came into this lifetime, and and this is part of your journey, whatever this obstacle is that seems to be following you. So I would still reiterate what Spirit showed me earlier, and that is to work around the obstacle by by letting people know by actively putting yourself out there as um, seeking a good quality, meaningful relationship. Um, There may be a little bit of you thinking you're going to stumble on it. Um, That may be a little part of what your obstacle is, that it it should come to you. or, or, Or when you use the word manifest, you know, that can kind of cut both ways. One manifests meaning, and in, in the most common is that we, we we create our reality, and that is a natural law. Right. But, but um, you know, 
Manifest can also mean that it, it's just sort of supposed to pop up, and, and that is not what you should be expecting. Um, so I, I, Spirit is still telling me to get out there and build your networks and make your intentions clear to more than just yourself while never settling and, and of course, never looking like, you know, nobody wants to know that somebody wants to get married next week. Um, you certainly don't want your friends going out there telling people they know, oh, I have this great friend of mine who wants to get married. She's got a beautiful son. It would just be the perfect family relationship. That, that can be overwhelming to some people. But right, no, no. Uh, I mentioned, and I know you're not doing that. You just need to be careful that your network doesn't do that to you. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's ironic. I have, I work in, in um, not as I mentioned to you, I work for a nonprofit. To be more specifically, mm-hmm. the uh, to put a more plain base, I work in a convent. Basically, it is a mission. It is an international mission, but it's a convent, and I'm surrounded by beautiful, loving, very spiritual. Uh, ladies who are now in advanced age who no longer are in Africa or in Central or South America doing what they are, their ministries. I have around 180 ladies who all the time they come to me and they say, when are we getting married? When are we getting a husband? They see their life protected on me, obviously, and I teach with, and they are all praying for me, believe it or not. I mean, I have one that is 98, she gets to 98, and uh, we have to call her down because in mass every day she'll go for Veronica to find a husband. And it was hilarious. <laughs> and so, you know, the superior went to her and said, just say for your special intentions. That that will be enough. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. But it, it really comes to that sense. And, and I love them and they love me. But I, like I said, I understand this is not the most suitable environment for it. Yeah, that's a lot of. That's a lot of pressure, and it's interesting that in seeking a relationship, you are surrounded by scores of women who have never been in one. It's just kind of an interesting right. fact. Um, I'm sure if we had time to explore that, that, you know, there are no coincidences that that's sending some kind of message too. So clearly, clearly, you need to. Increase your network and your scope of contacts. And manifesting and setting your intention is is critical, and it's the first and foremost thing everyone needs to do. But then it has to be followed by action. And in your case, it seems to me very clear that that action has to be increasing your sphere of of contacts and people. Well, I will be helpful at all. I, I I guess you have given insight just to continue to do network and uh, and I will try to uh, see how can I expand my social life and uh, don't forget I I said I saw this person this gentleman with you at an airport. So I think right. that's no, further evidence. That's not my problem. Ask, being asked out, that's not a problem. Being asked out for the mm-hmm. right people or, or finding that they, there is deafness or their quality or that they have integrity, that has been the challenge. And unfortunately, No, no, I, I understand that. And I did not mean that this man was just somebody who was going to ask you out. I, I, 
I see the way I, the picture that comes to me is this gentleman's leaning over you, kissing you on the cheek. There's a relationship there. I see him in the airport with you, but there's clearly a relationship there. It's not it's not a chance meeting. It's not a first date. It's nothing like that. It's an early relationship. It's not a well-developed relationship, but it's clearly a relationship. But you're going to have to work your contacts and your networks to uncover him. Thank you very much. I want to thank you for your time and your insight. Oh, my pleasure. I hope it's helpful to you, and God bless. God bless you, too. God bless you. We'll talk to you you soon. You're welcome. Thank you, Michael. It'll be nice when she finds that uh, that right person. Mm-hmm. Because she's got so such wonderful energy. Yeah, she's amazing. And I give her all the credit in the world for being strong and and knowing what she's after, what what it is that she wants to bring into her life, because too often. We bring bad situations into our life just to have a situation or a relationship, and you know, men do it, women do it, and and I, she should be honored for knowing that she wants only the highest and the best. Yeah, and she's willing to, um, you know, to be open-minded and ask. It's like, mm-hmm. well, how do I go ahead and and mm-hmm. uh, you know fix this? Hello, Very Brittany. Helpful. You're on the air with us. Are you there, Brittany? Oh, hi. Yes, I am. I I didn't know that you said my name. Hi, how are you? How is everyone? We're great, Brittany. I, I, yes, Brittany. Um, nice. I, I had a, I'm going to esthetician school and we had a really nice aromatherapy class all night. So I'm, mm. I feel like it was doTERRA. It's like really good quality oils. And I want a, um, a, a lavender oil that's really nice that I'm going to put on the bottom of my feet when I go to bed tonight. Mm. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm calling, um, everybody knows this, um, um, my boyfriend is coming from Seattle uh, next Friday after school. I'm picking him up, and he's moving here, and um, I had looked at this one place that I, everybody and my brother, everybody and their brother, pardon me, has lived at, um, and, you know, if you don't have the perfect credit, you can have a co-signer as long as you're in school, which I am. And um, I'm trying to manifest this apartment. Um, it's like $750, and it's got everything, a washer, dryer, um, wow. at the Remington at Ponte Vedra Lakes. And um, I just wanted to know if we would be able to get a lease with the co-signer. And it just feels really like that would be the perfect space because he doesn't drive and, uh, like, all the publics and the Target and bookstore and, you know, library everything would be in walking distance as well as the beach um and i i just really want to do everything i can to manifest this 
place for us because it's really nice. I mean, it's a bunch of apartment communities, but they have a lot of trees and lakes, and so mm-hmm. it's not like just really stark and treeless and, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I just had a good feeling about it. Sounds like I need to check it out. <laughs> okay, please do. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful place. Because <laughs> I, well, I think you know, I, I, I've had heard this from someone on here before, but it's important that we're living together um, because we we're going to, you know, work on our relationship and and really communicate and work on our issues together, and and you know, being together is really important. I mean, like. We balance each other, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's even just the fact that he's a Libra and I'm an Aries. I mean, it's just like it's, you know, I, I feel like I feel like he, you know, I, like the soulmate thing. I mean, it's, you know, like mm-hmm. lifetimes. I mean, there's, when I met him, there's definitely something, something um, celestial there for both of us. Well, I can definitely see you in the apartment, um, and I, I'm quite sure I'm seeing your destination, um, the trees, the lakes, um, the shopping. Ducks. I, I, <laughs> ducks. Oh, I love ducks. I love ducks. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I can, I definitely see you there. Um, but that doesn't mean you aren't going to have to work between here and there to manifest it. No, as I mean you it's, know. it's it's right. like you know it's coming up with probably a double deposit and a cosigner, mm-hmm. and you know like a good seventeen fifty or something like that. You know, like you know, almost two thousand um, dollars. He gets money from Social Security because he um, had a lot of surgeries as a child and had hydrocephalus mm-hmm. and. Oh my. Asperger. Yeah, but I mean, he's perfectly, you know, normal. He just has mm-hmm. severe mm-hmm. anxiety issues. But mm-hmm. he's um, like Woody Allen in a big giant Viking body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuter though, so, right? <laughs> oh, much. Yeah, he's, he's he's definitely. I'm gonna have a problem at the airport because when we see each other, the sparks are just gonna, you know, ignite oh. and and they'll be like. um Ma'am, you you can't be um, jumping on your sweetheart like that and pulling his clothes off at the gate. Um, You're gonna set off those alarms. <laughs> I mean, it's just like every day goes by. It's just like we're both like just. Oh, it's just gonna be like Im- implosion. Like there'll be stars all around us or something. Uh, I see the bigger challenge being the getting a co-signer. I think you're gonna. Come up with the money without too much difficulty. I'm I'm not seeing where it's coming from, but I think that's going to be easier for you than the co-signer. So make sure okay. you start working on that right away. Okay, I will um, definitely because that that that's probably going to be the bigger challenge of the two. But I I definitely see you there. And, and I know it would be perfect for him. I was just going to say, ahead, I definitely see it as a healing place for both of you, but for him in particular. Yeah, um, he, he needs the sunshine. Well, and I think the water um, will be very healing for him, too, very calming. And 
and um, give him an opportunity to have some, let's see, how do I want to say this? It will provide the energy and the environment to allow him to have some introspection that he may not have had before, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that there is um, strong energy in that water that's there. And yeah, it's, really- I, I know about the Atlantic. I mean, he came from the Pacific, and it's always been my dream to get back out there. But I know that the Atlantic Ocean holds a lot of memory, whereas maybe mm-hmm. the Pacific is more cleansing is what I was always mm-hmm. told or felt. Maybe I just felt that way myself. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, I he, you know, it just feels right. And the, there, there's a place available now, but, um, you know, it's coming up with the money. But it, interestingly enough, my birthday is on the 14th. But April 5th, there's one uh, that's coming available that is, like, the perfect, like, would be the perfect apartment. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, the price is right. So it's it's just, you know, obviously, like you said, getting the money together in a co-signer. And, um, and it's really I, safe and, and, you know, it's not like, it's just trees. I mean, and, and there's people mm-hmm. with dogs and, you know, everybody seems really friendly and seems like a nice, like, kind of community, not like, you know, living in the city and, and you know, there's wackos everywhere. I mean, I'm not saying that <laughs> there's there could be Looney Tunes, I mean, aside from Dwight and I, <laughs> you know, and any <laughs> of those places. But, you know, it's it's a bit different from urban living, you know. Um, and, I uh, think having the opportunity to pick up some extra money in a short, doing something short term. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether you're going to be, like, have an opportunity to 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 serve in a restaurant for a short period of time or take care of an elderly person for a short period of time. Oh. But there's there's some little opportunity that's going to come up that's of a very short duration that's going but to... But am I going to be able to recognize it? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Will it? Will, no, I, will the light go off? The light will go off yes. and, and I'll know? Yes, I, okay. think it's going to, I think it's going to be a clear opportunity, yes. I, well, I mean, I hardly ever get lottery tickets, and I got a lottery ticket the other day, and I used our, our birthdays, and then I just got a quick pick. But, you know, I, I don't ever count on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't see it being something like that. I think you're going to have to work for this money. <laughs> That's fine. But I, I think I, well, it's going to be helpful. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm going to esthetician school, and I'll be graduated by the end of the summer, and and um, able to work and make the kind of money I was making when I was a massage therapist, which mm-hmm. is fine and dandy and and enough to mm-hmm. you know live daily on. And then I've got this other um, really quickly. Um, my father was in a band and he died when I was three and a half. So I've got mm-hmm. this estate um, and the band he was in are a bunch of let's just say real real buttholes. And they're greedy too. And um, I, f- I found an uh, attorney um, via my friend who's, who was in Nine Inch Nails and Filter, um, Richard Patrick. This guy um, gave me a Gary, an attorney named Gary Stiffelman, or Stiffelman, something, some guy in LA, but it's a really big firm. And and um, I mean, I, I had had good vibes from other people is that how do you do you feel like that 
he would be able to go after them and be like, you know, shame, shame, you know. If he takes the case, if he's willing to take it, he's going to get you money. Okay. He's going Have to you met with get him yet? No, well, he's in L.A. and I'm in Florida. This would be strictly like an email even, phone. Yeah. Have you had any contact with him yet? Has he told you he'll take the case? No, I, I just, I, I, I mean, I, someone said that he would, and I've just been trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to be professional in Word and email where it would be not one run long, run long, long run-on sentence where I could get as much as possible in there without sound like a professional you know and it would be don't, over like don't a worry too much pers- about that don't okay. you're, you're you're wasting um your time, time? with that it's not okay. important it's not important so i could i could email put it your, tonight and yeah put your thoughts down as as they are and mm-hmm. i have um, them and a li- listed very clearly mhm and um if he takes the case, he is going to get you money. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I, just, it would have to. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm just not getting a. No, no, it's okay. It's your call. <laughs> I'm just not getting a clear picture right at this moment of whether or not he's going to take the case. But I am getting a clear picture that if he takes the case, he will get you money. Whether it's large or medium, it's difficult to say, but. Something much more than what I have now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and and just quit being afraid and just email him and and mm-hmm. have my yes. my notes and. Yep. Yeah. That's just a okay. waste of time. Just write it down. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Um, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. I feel much better. And I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open for any opportunities, like, like the one you said. And definitely. Thank you so much. You have a and wonderful keep night. Your, keep your clothes on oh, here for <laughs> I will. No, I know. I will. I, I, that's just, you know, like... That'll be all inside, you know. I mean, we, at least until we get to the car or something. There you go. <laughs> can you put me on? Can you put me on mute just so I can I, listen? I sure can. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Here. She had some nice energies. I've ta- I've known her for a oh, while now. Yeah. What a wonderful spirit. Yes. Mm. Area code nine five four, you're on the air. Nine five four. Uh area code seven zero two, you're on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My name is Space. And where are you calling from? Henderson. And how can we help you? I would like to know about a new position I was just offered. What you see. Are you currently employed? Yes, I ha- I have my own business, but it's it's a different mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's a different area. Mm-hmm. And what is your, do you have a more specific question? Yeah, I just want to is see. Is there a, cons- a particular concern or something that? Yeah, I'm, I've, I feel real good about it. It's just I'm kind of out of my comfort zone, and um, mm-hmm. I just want to know if you see me, like, going through with it and having success in it. With it, I definitely see you having success in it. I think you'll have great success in it. I I see, um, for the most part, good people there. Um, okay. A good working environment. People that uh-huh. are collaborative and working in the same direction, not at cross purposes. Right. Uh, right. It's interesting that your other question was, "Do I see you going through with it?" And um, I'm not going to answer that. I think that's for you to answer. Well, because thank you. Really I appreciate it. that. Yeah. It's it's just. That's, I guess my question is, I'm I'm I kind of have this fear factor. I know mm-hmm. I can do it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like something's holding me back. Like I'm I, I'm afraid of success or something because I know this is like this. It's not just a job because I'd actually be helping you know various companies. You know, are you um, afraid you wouldn't be good at it? Are you afraid you don't know quite enough to hit the ground running? Yeah, because I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. one of these that, you know, have to know everything before I mm-hmm. do. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I just want to be really good and someone asks me something. I want to have the answer there. Well, the only one who him expects and that of you on day one is you. Okay. No one at, no one at your workplace expects that of you. Okay. And. And they obviously already think that you have those qualities. They made you the offer. And you think you have those qualities. You're just afraid that maybe you won't be quite as good as you want to be, not that you won't be good enough. Okay, and and I'm trying to get out of the perfectionist mode. Yes, spirit makes us good enough. Actually, spirit makes us perfect just the way we are, where we are now. Doesn't mean we won't be better tomorrow or the next day, but right now we're perfect for right where we are. So this opportunity came to you because you were perfect for it right now and it was perfect for you. If it weren't a good opportunity, you wouldn't even be placing this call asking, right? Right. Thank thank you. I I just needed to hear Mm -hmm. that from the outside Mm -hmm. source. You know, sometimes we just get too close to something and, like, Kind of a slap in the face. Well, any change is frightening. (laughs) And, you know, there are a lot of variables that you don't know about, but I definitely see it as a collaborative working environment where, for the most part, you know, there's going to be some idiot somewhere in there, but for the most part, people are working collaboratively towards the same goal and not at cross purposes. It's not an environment of I gotcha Mm -hmm. or that sort of thing. I see it as a very... Very positive work environment. Yeah, I get a really small. deep feeling that we're all in the same, you know, like spiritual level of, um, mm-hmm. you know, energy-wise. That that mm-hmm. I wouldn't question. I was, I was just questioning myself, and thank you for for letting me know that because I just kind of needed that boost. Nope, you're perfect right now, and you're good enough right now. Okay, thank you so much, and thank you you're for welcome. the 
the wonderful work you do, and thank you, Michael. Oh, and may I here. request that you put me on mute so I can listen? Oh, uh, sure, Ken. There, you have yourself a wonderful thank you. evening. Bless you. You too. I love you. Take love you care. too. Bye. Bye bye. She's got some wonderful energy. I love mm-hmm. most, you know, pretty much, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of all my callers all have wonderful energies about oh, them, and they're God. very, so. and very open-minded, and uh, you know, a lot of them are willing to take the advice that uh, you know anyone goes ahead and and recommends for them. Mhm, mhm. No, you have wonderful callers. What a what a blessing. Thank you. Thanks for a great show, and, and, you know, people are helped by more than their own call, that's for sure, by these quality of calls. Yeah, because I have some, we have also have a chat room, too, and a lot of people are in there, and they're talking about uh, the readings and all, and, you know, some of them mm-hmm. are mentioning that, you know, the situation could fit for them, too, so it's helping them out mm-hmm. on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't mind me taking a minute um, to say something, we see that a lot in mediumship where somebody gives a message and um, it may even be so specific that it involves um, names of deceased ones. And it's nothing to see, it's not uncommon at all to see two or three hands go up and the message be absolutely on point for several people there. So, um your listeners are very wise to listen to the whole show because, really, the messages are are, are never just for one person. And tonight has definitely been uh, an amazing evening so far. I think it's been wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. I've really enjoyed it. That was my pleasure, and, and uh, I know we got a few more callers in here, and I'm. You know, I love the energies. You know, you said that the energies from Lilydale could be interesting, and they definitely are. <laughs> it is such a blessing to be here. I, I just, I cannot begin to um, begin to describe it. It's just such a blessing. Well, thank you. Let's go ahead and take another caller here. Eric code eight seven zero. You're on the air. Yes. How you doing? Good. How are you tonight? Uh, trying to make it. And how can we help you? Yeah, I just uh, call in, just get some uh, some insight on my uh, on uh, my, my my marriage and see how things is gonna work out. You know, in the future, you know, there has there have not been any any kind of uh, connections. I've been trying to like. You know, connect with her and everything, sending her letters and stuff, and I'm not getting um, any response. You know, and and it was we was kind of split it due to you know her people's in her church and family kind of like was involved within the relationship. So I just want to know if I need to. Is it don't work or I'm just wasting my time? Well, first of all, I can really feel your pain and I'm I'm very sorry for that and I'm truly sending you loving healing energy because your pain is palpable and I'm very sorry for that. Uh okay. you're very brave to 
be asking these questions because it, it's obvious that you want to save your marriage, correct? Yes. Um, but you're brave enough to ask the question that maybe it's not salvageable, and that's a very difficult question to ask. Um, is there a particular point of contention in the marriage that I could focus on I mean, for you? Or, that I... uh, at this point, you know, I tr- the last time we talked was in, like, the 2nd of January. Hmm. And, and some things went on where we was talking or whatever. I'm not going to say what was said, but... Sure. She flew off at the mouth and just blew up, things like that. When I was just trying to get a point across to get some... Get some, you know, some insight on the marriage, where we was, what, how the marriage gonna work out for us, and how we can straighten mm-hmm. it up. But mm-hmm. when I did that, and when she told me to just let her know what the deal was, I guess I let her know what what was bothering me, you know, due to her people's, you know, actually splitting us up and. And I was mm-hmm. telling her about the situation. It's like she asked me, but when I tell her, she gets mad mm-hmm. and don't want to hear it, and she blow up and try to accuse me or this and that, like I'm not doing anything. And, you know, using Bible scriptures to say that I, I allow somebody to tear my marriage up or I was not standing mm-hmm. as a husband. When I did that, but she was the one. It's like I'm fighting for the marriage, but she'll come, she'll step up against me in the marriage because she want to be with these people, even though they split us up. Do you think you know the answer to the question of whether your marriage is going to be successful? You know, it's kind of difficult and confusing because when I when I say okay. It's not gonna work. Let's let's divorce. Let's go our separate ways. She agree with the separation, but you know she don't want a divorce because one of her friends went through a divorce like seven years ago, and she was like the reason why she don't want a divorce because she saw how it affected her friends, so she just rather be separated. So I'm like, I can't do that because. It's like you. It's like she telling me, "Yeah, I'm not gonna work at the marriage. It's no good anymore." But at the same time, I just rather just stay separated. So that's stopping me from moving on and trying to find the next person that will, you know, support and help. Mhm. So. And you want to do it in an honorable fashion. You don't want to get involved with somebody else before you have. Cleaned up right. and taking care of your marriage, which you deserve a- a- incredible. Uh, that's just so laudable, so wonderful that you're trying to do the right thing by figuring out, you know, is this going to work or not? And if it's not, then I need to move on and find someone to share my life with and not trying to mix those two situations all up at the same time. So I just want right. to tell you that I. 
deeply admire you for that and it's it says volumes about the kind of person that you are and from that i'm going to jump to you are a very very valuable person and you should be valued and cherished you have high standards you have high values you're trying to work at something but one person as you know can't do it a relationship involves at least two people i like to say it, it it's three each person and the relationship itself is is almost another it, it's certainly another energy in the relationship and one person can't carry all that load and you're trying to do it in an honorable way and you're not making any progress. You're describing a very difficult situation with family interference and it sounds like um, perhaps some religious intolerance, if I can be so bold as to say that, that there's not respect all the way around for for people's insight and understanding of spirit. So I don't think you have to be a medium or a psychic to understand the direction in which you're going. Right, because it's like... But I really want... Go ahead, I'm sorry. But it's like, you know, I'm sending letters and I'm not getting... We... We she stay like on the outskirts of town, maybe three, four miles on the outskirts of town. So, you know, I'm sending letters, and she won't respond to none of the letters. And when I'm coming home from work, I see her off from a distance. The pastor, like you know, he's seventy-two years old. I see her in the van with the guy with this pastor, and it's like he was the main one that split our marriage up. You know, just talk against me to her. She always, when we get into a little dispute, she'll call him and he'll take her side and won't listen to nothing that was going on. And it's like I see her with him in the van, but when I send a letter trying to get this marriage straight and see what we're gonna do, she re- she don't she don't respond. So it's like when I see somebody, when I see her with this guy that separated her and she listened to him. And then when I send her a letter, not being ugly on a letter, just plain and simple, letting her know why she get her phone disconnected. She won't, you know, I can't get in touch with her no other kind of way. I'm sending letters and she won't respond. But when I see her, she with the guy that split our marriage up, talking to him. I think you know the answer. You know, so, yes. And I... I I really need to tell you that you have to get centered and understand how important and loved you are by spirit and and that you are a valuable, cherished child of God. And when you're being treated in this fashion and in a relationship in this fashion where you're not cherished, you're not valued, and you're you're not able to do the things that people are supposed to do, have relationships, have, you know, 
involved involved relationships, interactive relationships where people cherish each other. You can't let yourself get worn down or demeaned by that. And you can't try to change in some fashion that dishonors the way spirit made you. Right. That's what it is, you know, that you hit it right on the nail because it's like if I don't compromise for them, because like I said, I used to be a part of that church. But when I said, no, I'm not going to be a part of this because this is like a cult or something. I can't do this. This going against, and they always wanted me, you know, to go against my will. And when I didn't, they would get mad and say harsh things and sermon. They would preach against me, pray against me, and say bad things. And this preacher, he would literally sit right there in the middle of the church or whatever he called himself guy, and he would just talk against me. And many of the people that used to go to that ministry have came and told me that, yes, your wife sit right there and let this man talk against you, and she don't say nothing to defend you or nothing. She literally sit there and agree with this guy. So it's like when those things happen, so it's like, yeah, I, I done went through all kinds of stuff in this marriage, and I wouldn't wish this on nobody else to go through something. Like, I'm not the only somebody going through this. Many of your people's going through this right now because it's like you get involved with these ministries, some of these ministries, not all of them. You get involved with these churches, married couples. Then your wife or husband, whoever it is, get close to the pastor. Then she listening to him besides listening to the head of the household. Then what he do, he do like Saul in the Bible. Mm -hmm. He try to turn his own daughter against David, but but like like Saul's daughter, she didn't go against David. She helped David. Mm -hmm. So... In this case, that's what this guy is trying to do. But the ministry or whatever that they had, all the people that they had, they all splitting up now. You know, everybody moving and leaving. So it's like, like you said, I know the answer. So that's why I'm sending these. That's why I'm sending these these letters to let her know. But it's like I'm not getting any any kind of response. She telling me she don't want a divorce. She refused to sign a divorce paper. She refused to go to court. She don't want to go through all this. So it's like, I see right now. That's not an uncommon thing. People are afraid to let go of something certain. But you, you have no control over her. You can only honor and take care of yourself. And that's what you need to do. And that's what spirit will support you in. Spirit will lead you where you need to be. Exactly. You know, the only thing I regret about it, but, you know, because we have the children, and sometimes, I, you know, I'll be like, these children is in the midst of this mess. You know, so... It ain't about, you know, I understand, you know, me being cherished and things like that, but my heart goes out to the children, too, because it's like 
even though I fought to my fullest and I got disrespected, mm-hmm. some kind of way in life, it might not be now because I got a destiny to fulfill. But mm-hmm. when they get grown and old enough to know that I tried my best to stay there and to be there in the, in you know in the marriage and be the father I was ordained to be or called to be in this marriage, but it did not work because of this situation. So well, you're, you're certainly not going to abandon your children. No, so. I'm not going to abandon. I'm not going right. to abandon children. But in this time, that's why I said when we get this, this voice go through it and everything like that, because mm-hmm. right now she's holding them back from me too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going through all this stuff, all this stuff right now. So, like I said, in the point of time, sometimes we go, you know, we move. When we, we go through high school, graduate, we have a best friend. We might not see that friend 12, 13 years after. So that's what I'm saying. No, I would never abandon my kids. But when you have a destiny to fulfill, sometimes you just gotta let it let it go. And when one of these days, here soon, when it's all cut, when it's all done, so you got to wait till the stuff get done, all this mess get out the way first. Mm-hmm. Then, when the table is clear, then everything will be right. Well, we wish you all the best. And we send lots of light and love to you and um, great strength. Thank you. And hope to hear from you soon again. Let us know how you're doing, okay? Okay. Have a great night. All right, you too. Take care. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Is there any way that uh, that, uh, my listeners can get a hold of you, a website address? Me? Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, right now, what I have is MK Roland at Hotmail. I'm um, just getting my website redone. So right now, it's, it has to be MK Roland, R O L A N D, at Hotmail.com. Cool. I'm sure you'll be getting lots of uh, people um, contacting you. That would be great. Uh, I'd like to know, uh, on a personal note, uh, for me, is there a spirit around me that has a message? I see a feminine energy around you. Um, A young, not a child, but a young woman around you. Um... She's showing herself to me as blonde and and quite pretty. I would guess in her 30s or 40s. I'm having trouble zeroing in on whether this is someone who has passed or whether this is um, more of a light being guide. I, I, I think it's a guide. I'm not because I'm not getting a name or other identifying information, uh, evidential information from her. Um, She's, I'm sorry, this sounds rather general, but she's telling me that you have an issue right now 
and the way to the solution is to take the um, positive approach, that there's some negative energy around this situation. And the key to the resolution is through a complete flip of that energy into something positive. So um, now she's showing me the proverbial lemons, you know, lemonade. Mm, Uh, That there's some situation that is either present or will be shortly, and the solution is very simple around it by simply looking at that negative energy and flipping it. And it's not going to be immediately obvious because it's not going to be a terribly pleasant situation. It involves other people that are not being um, particularly honorable. Does any of that make sense to you? Mm, Not yet. I'm sure it will, though, when, when it happens. Um, I think the the people involved are two men, um, and, and I think it's personal, not professional. Um, and I don't think it's a close circle of friends. I think it's going to be more uh, acquaintances. It may even be business acquaintances. But she's saying when you recognize the situation that it's going to be a very simple way to flip it over, to flip it around and and get rid of the situation immediately by looking at the negative energy and seeing its exact mirror image. Hmm, Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I hope so. It's, It's just what spirit's showing me. Any other questions? Mm, no, I was just wondering if um, if my mom may have been around. If you can give me just a second. I know we hate dead air. There is a woman over your behind your left shoulder. Um, Whether she's mother or grandmotherly energy isn't quite clear to me yet. Um, She has her hands on your shoulders and she is um, being extremely affectionate with you. She's hugging you. She's acting like she's extremely glad to see you. Um, She does appear older, like she could have been a grandmother. Did your mom pass at an older age? Uh, She was 58. Oh, yeah, she appears older in this this image to me. That's that's a very young mom. I'm sorry. Um, Let me see if I can get some specific evidence. I'm getting something with my teeth, with my front teeth. Did she have a space or anything between her front teeth or any dental work on her front teeth? Um, She had uh, dentures. 
has been getting a very strong sensation in in her front teeth. Um, let me see if, what message she has. Telling me that she really understands your work now in a way she never did when she was here. She's not telling me this part. I, I'm I'm deducing, deducting this part that she wasn't necessarily the metaphysical guru that you are. Um. But she's telling me from the other side, she really understands the work you're doing now and did not realize how this work wasn't just about religion and it wasn't just about uh, the mystery of religion, that she didn't realize how healing this work was Um, and that she really sees you as a healer now. And is very proud of you for that, that she thinks that you are lightening the load for so many people. Um, Lightening the load isn't right. Let me go back. Um, Setting people on the right path. I'm seeing people carrying burdens. That's where the light, the load came from. But what she really means is, is getting people on the right path. Um, she's trying to tell me you had a special toy as a child, because I think she's trying to give me some evidence. Hmm. And I'm seeing. I'm seeing two different things. I'm seeing a, a stuffed animal type figure, and I'm seeing some kind of, I think it's a wooden toy truck or, or a wooden toy train, some kind of, it looks like a very old-fashioned wooden toy. Do either of those mean anything to you? Not that I can remember. That's, that's definitely what she's showing me. And the train would be a single car. It's not a whole it's not a whole set of trains. Okay. Um yeah, I I had a train set when I was a kid too. I used to like uh there was upstairs we used to go up there and play with them. Hmm. So maybe she's just showing me a single car. But it looks to me to be very old, not like a bright shiny course, you know, maybe you're not a youngster. <laughs> it doesn't look to be like a you know, like something brand new out of the box at all. It looks like it's a it's a treasured heirloom kind of era. Okay. Yeah, like I said, it, it may I may remember it afterwards. Right now I'm not I'm not all I'm seeing is just when I was playing with the trains. Um mm-hmm. and they were they were um from what I remember, too, um, you know, hand me down somebody else's train mm-hmm. that they gave us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
She's just, right now I just see her blowing a kiss um, after hugging you around your shoulders. And is there a special question you'd like me to ask her before she goes? Uh, no, because uh, I, you know, I feel her around me every once in a while. I get the sense. I get the sense there's some fragrance that would mean something to you, too, but I, I'm not getting a fragrance. That's the clear sentence rather than I'm getting the sense that the, that a scent is important. If I get more on that later, my class send you an email if that's yeah. okay. Oh, that's fine, dear. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, there was a particular fragrance every once in a while. I'll smell that when I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and it's like it's not uh, your typical mm-hmm. flowery type fragrance uh, mm-hmm. that I do occasionally do smell. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not getting the smell. I'm just getting the sense that fragrance is, is an identifier for her. Maybe that's her way of letting me know that when when I get the, that smell out of no place in that that's her that's around me. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. I wonder, you know, I see spirits around me all the time, and sometimes I wonder if I'm just imagining that it's her or not. So maybe that's no. just her way of letting me know that that's what she's doing. Yeah, you're not imagining. You're right braining. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you. Reality. To, that's true. Well, I want to thank you so much for tonight. We had a wonderful evening. Thank you, Michael. It was such an honor to be on your show. I really appreciate it. You're doing such wonderful work, and you have just an incredible following. It, it was a blessing to me to be a part of it, so thank you. Well, hopefully we can uh, schedule you to be on the show again. I would love that. Okay, then you have yourself a wonderful evening, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. All righty. You take care, Michael. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you, everyone. I know we went into streaming. We went to the archives, so if you're listening in, it's like thank you so much. And, you know, get a hold of uh, you know, of, of her, mkrolling at uh, hotmail.com. Email her. Talk to her about getting a reading. And if you're up in the Lilydale area, you know, you'll be able to find her up there. And uh, amazing, uh, amazing woman. And, uh, you know, just from the responses and all. And uh, she's touching up uh, on quite a few things with uh, with my little quick read here. So uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, no show for the uh, – tonight now, the 19th. But I am here on the 20th, and I'm having Jeff Baker from America's Psychic Challenge. He's going to be with us for two full hours. So it's going to be an interesting evening. And for those of you who are listening in again on the archives to finish hearing the rest of the show, thank you so much for donating. I really, truly appreciate that. Even, you know, every little bit does help. It does add up. And, uh, you know, may it be returned to you ten times uh, over. So until Sunday night, everyone, know that you are loved because God loves you. And so do I.